Whether you're looking to improve your leadership skills or interested in the impact of effective leadership at your vet clinic, today's 101 Guide to the Situational Leadership Model is for you. Stay tuned to discover how to tailor your leadership style to fit just about any situation to achieve greater team success. You're listening to Paws, Claws and Wet Noses, the vet podcast celebrating all creatures, great and small, and the fantabulous professionals who look after them all. Paws, Claws, Wet Noses is powered by Vet Staff, New Zealand's number one specialist recruitment agency that helps veterinary professionals find jobs in clinics where they're excited about going to work on Monday mornings. And if you'd like to know how to get more bang for your recruitment marketing budgets back, please get in touch because this is something we can definitely help you with at vetstaff.co.nz. Welcome to episode 125. I'm your show host, Julie South. This is the fourth episode in the Leadership 101 series. As I'm sure you'll agree, good and effective leadership is one of the most crucial components of a vet clinic's success because people resign from people. And if you've got an ineffective leader or leaders, plural, in your clinic, you'll have an un- and or demotivated staff, low employee engagement and high staff turnover. And when you've got these negative things going on, it's costing your clinic serious money. Effective leadership is necessary to guide a team towards achieving the team's goals and objectives, which are a subset of the clinic's overarching goals and objectives. As I've said over the last few weeks in this Leadership 101 series, there's no one-size-fits-all leadership style that works for every team member in every situation. But back in the 1960s, Paul Hersey and Clan Blanchard coined the term situational leadership theory. This theory proposes that the most effective leadership style depends on the situation and the needs of the team. Today, we explore situational leadership, including what it is, some pros and cons, its effectiveness, what's required, personality type suitability, and how to recognize it in action. Starting with, what is situational leadership? Well, situational leadership is a leadership style that proposes that the most effective leadership style depends on the situation and the needs of the team. It was first introduced by Hersey and Blanchard in their 1969 book, Management of Organisational Behaviour, Utilising Human Resources. And I'll put links to this book and also the expanded book, which was Leadership, The One Minute Manager. So you can find those links at vetstaff.co.nz. And this is episode 125. Now, according to Hersey and Blanchard, the leader should adopt a leadership style that's appropriate for the team's development level. The development level of the team depends on their competence and commitment to the task or the goal. And just in case you were wondering where I am on this leadership spectrum, 
I consider myself a situational leader. So this is where I'm sitting right now. There are four leadership styles. They are completely interchangeable and they are all situational. So the first is the directing leadership style. And this is best suited for teams who have low competence and low commitment to the task or goal. The leader provides a clear direction and closely supervises the team's work. Now, this type of leader could be likened to the managerial leader, which I covered in episode 123. The directing style also works with team members who are new to a task and lack the necessary skills and knowledge to complete it independently. In these times, the leader provides clear instructions and closely supervises the team member's work. The goal is to help the team member develop the necessary skills and confidence to work independently. In a vet clinic, a lead vet or head nurse might use the directing style when training a new grad, for example when the nurse or vet is learning how to intubate correctly. The lead vet or head nurse might step into leadership direction mode, starting with how to choose the correct size of tube, how to measure the correct length and diameter, and then how to test the cuff. Another situational leadership style is coaching, and this is when it's appropriate for team members who have some level of competence but still require guidance and feedback. When this style is used, the leader provides support and guidance to help team members improve their skills and increase their confidence. In a vet clinic, this might be used when to, or to help team members improve their communications with clients. For example, a head nurse might have seen one of their team interacting with a client where the outcome could have gone perhaps better than it was or the way it did. The head nurse would provide feedback to the nurse on how to improve their communication style. And this could include offering the client more clear and concise explanations of procedures and or showing more empathy towards the client's concerns. The other type is supporting and this style of leadership is best suited for team members who are competent but lack the necessary confidence or motivation to perform at their best. In this style, the leader provides emotional support and encouragement to help the team member feel valued and motivated. And this is one that could be happening right now in many vet clinics because it, it's where a leader might use the supporting style to help a team member who's experiencing a period or in the middle of or beginning showing symptoms of burnout or feeling overwhelmed with their workload. So they would show, for example, encouragement, words of encouragement. They'd recognize the team members' contributions and acknowledge the team members' contributions and provide additional support to help them manage their workload. And then we have the last one, which is delegating. And this leadership style is best suited for teams that have high competence and high commitment to the task or goal. This is where the leader delegates the task or goal to the team and provides minimal supervision. The delegative leader we covered in the first episode of this series kind of fits under the delegating leadership style here. 
In a vet clinic, a lead vet or head nurse might use the delegating style when assigning tasks to a member of their team who's been with the clinic for several years and has a proven track record of success. They'd provide clear instructions and then allow the vet or the nurse to complete the task independently, providing support and feedback only as needed. So what are the pros of having a situational leadership style? Well, one of those is flexibility. And flexible leadership that allows the leader to adapt their style to the needs of the team in the situation. This flexibility helps the leader to be more effective in their role and to achieve better results. It also has a thumbs up, it's also a pro with the development of teams because it's a team-centered approach that focuses on the development of individual team members and then the team as a whole. And by adopting a leadership style that's appropriate for the team's development level, the leader can help the team develop their competence and commitments as individuals and as one whole unit. It also is good where you have or you want improved communication because it requires the leader to communicate effectively with the team. The leader needs to provide clear direction, guidance, support or delegation depending on the team's development level. When you've got good communication going, it helps to build trust and respect between the leader and the team. Now, having good communication is a is essential is critical for everything I can't think of anything where good communication wouldn't be required and also it's a pro when you've got higher motivation because it can improve the team's motivation by providing the appropriate level of support and direction by adopting this leadership style that's appropriate for each team and each individual's development level the leader can help build out their confidence and build up their confidence and in turn increase their motivation So those are the upsides of having situational leadership or using this framework as a a leadership tool, a, a way to lead. What are the downsides? Now, I wouldn't necessarily describe them as drawbacks or downsides or cons, but certainly things that you need to consider and take into account. For example, it can be time consuming. Situational leadership requires the leader to spend time assessing the team's development level and then adapting their leadership style accordingly. As you can see, that could be a bit time sucky. It's difficult to implement because it requires the leader to be effective. It requires the leader to have a deep understanding of the team's development level and then to be able to adapt their leadership style accordingly. This can be challenging for some leaders who may struggle to adopt different leadership styles and or adapt in or to ever-changing circumstances. The other downside, drawback, consideration is that situational leadership can be confusing for the team, especially if the leader isn't clear about their expectations. And of course, this applies to any team situation. The team may not understand 
why the leader is adopting a particular leadership style. If it's different for what it was, say, yesterday or even this morning or last week. And that type of confusion can lead to frustration for some team members. And there's a potential there for inconsistency. So situational leadership requires the leader to adapt their leadership style to each team's development level. However, if the leader is inconsistent in their approach, the team may become confused and lose trust in the leader. Now, it is effective and its effectiveness depends on various factors such as the leader's ability to be able to think on their feet and change tack and angle from time to time as required. This means being able to assess, as I've said before, the team and the individual's person's development level and it's their and it's and their respond to response to the leadership style. The situational leadership model proposes that the most effective leadership style depends on the team's development level. I keep coming back to that because it's different for each team's state in in each person's style, if you like, where they are on the spectrum of being fully competent to being a newbie or beginner. So therefore, the leader needs to be able to assess where their team is or where individuals are on that spectrum. It can be effective in improving performance and satisfaction. However, as I've said over the last three weeks, it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. And that's because teams consist of humans with all their strengths, their weaknesses, their hang-ups, their foibles. And situational leadership works best when the head nurse, the lead vet, the practice manager or the the clinic owner is adaptable. Because like the individuals that comprise a team, Each team has its own unique personality as a whole. For example, some teams may prefer a more directive style, while others may prefer a more supportive style. So because of the humans involved, you need to be adaptable. Now, what are situational leadership skills? What is the leader What is it preferable for the leader to have in spades to be able to be a great situational leader? Well, they need assessment skills. They need to be able to assess where the team's at on that development spectrum and they need to be able to do it accurately because they could seriously screw up if they muck up here. This level requires the leader observe the team's performance and behavior and to ask the right questions. We'll get on to questions, good questions and not so good questions in another episode. The team leader needs to be adaptive and have adaptation skills. They need to be able to have like I said, a deep understanding of the four different leadership styles. So that's directing, supporting, coaching and delegating and when to use each one and with whom and when on their team. Communication, obviously good communication and to be able to give clear direction, guidance, support and to be able to delegate effectively is important. 
They need to be empathetic because they need to be able to get where their team is or their teams are and what their concerns are. So they need to be able to put themselves in the team's shoes and understand what it's like from their perspective. As well, leaders who are open-minded and willing to learn are also well-suited to be situational leaders and or their situational leadership style. And this is because it requires a leader to be able to learn and adapt to new situations and to be open to new ideas and perspectives. They need to be confident as well. No one wants to be on a team where the leader is wishy-washy and unsure of themselves. So therefore having confidence, being able to back their decisions and to take action quickly and effectively and decisively are personality traits well suited to the situational leadership style. Now, just like the leader needs to be able to adapt to the ever-changing situations, so too do team members. So therefore, if you're a team member, you'll thrive working in this style of leadership if you're self-motivated, independent, and capable of taking ownership of your work. So you're likely to thrive in a situational leadership team if you're the type of person who's able to take initiative and seek out opportunities for growth and development. You're probably also more likely to be proactive in communicating with your leader about your needs and expectations. If you're more of the independent type, you're also likely to thrive in a situational leadership team. And this is because you can work independently and take ownership of your work. It means that you usually have initiative and be able to make your decisions on your own, which can lead to better performance and job satisfaction. Now, let's talk about what does taking ownership means because or mean because it's it's all part of employee engagement and employee satisfaction and getting excited about going to work on Monday mornings. So you're likely, if you take ownership and you've got initiative and you seek out opportunities for growth and development, you're more likely to be a better performer and have a good level of job satisfaction. Developing skills as an effective situational leader requires ongoing effort, like all leadership skills do. It's not a set and forget. People evolve, you evolve, teams evolve. So it requires ongoing effort and a commitment to be a good leader as well. A willingness to adapt to different situations and different people. And by understanding situational le- the situational leadership model where you can assess your team members, practice active listening, provide clear communication, be flexible, provide ongoing support and feedback, lead by example and continuously improve your own skills means that you can become a more effective situational leader and help your team members develop their skills increase their confidence and feel valued and supported. Thank you for listening. I'm hoping that you are finding this series helpful. 
Looking at the download numbers, it sure looks like it. So we'll keep on this and expanding this because it looks like and seems like it's something that veterinary professionals want more of. Remember, if you'd like to know how to get more bang for your recruitment marketing budgets buck, please get in touch because this is something we can definitely help you with. Are we connected, you and me? If not, I'd like to invite you to connect with me on any of the social media platforms. Most day, I write a short personal made me smile on the inside post on Instagram so you can get to find out just who is this woman. And on LinkedIn, I switch that around and make it a bit more on team leadership and recruitment orientation. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit that follow button. It is free and give it a five-star review wherever you're listening to it right now. Why? Because it makes a huge difference to those wonderful search algorithms to serve it up for others to listen to. Thank you heaps. This is Julie South signing off and inviting you to go out there and be the most fantabulous version of you you can be. Kia kaha, kakiti ano. God bless. Paws, claws, and wet noses is sponsored by Vet Staff. If you've never heard of Vet Staff, it's New Zealand's only full-service recruitment agency, 100% dedicated to the veterinary sector. Vet Staff has been around since 2015 and works nationwide, from Cape Reinga to the Bluff and everywhere in between. As well as helping Kiwis, vet staff also helps overseas qualified veterinarians find work in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Vetstaff.co.nz. 